Let's talk about, I don't know if we can even call this a debatable anymore. But I will tell you this. One of the questions asked of Pierre Polyevra on uh, Wednesday night in this meet and greet he attended in Toronto that I was at, he was asked for his position on MAID, on assisted death, when it comes to mental illness. And there was a... I don't even think the person got the question out. There was zero gray area. He said it will not happen if he is in charge. So he'd get rid of it. And right now, just for background, the Trudeau government is in the, in the process of trying to expand the legislation to include mentally ill uh, patients, which was not part of the original court ruling. You will recall when this legislation came down that it was for people who had a terminal illness. You know, it was to ease the suffering. And then the Supreme Court said, you got to bring in guardrails, forward thinking that you don't want this thing to spread out. And then you've seen what's happened, right? You know, we got the assisted death, and I think Canadians, by and large, were comfortable with someone being able to make that choice over themselves. But when people, you know, headlines started showing up that we had vets, war vets, or homeless people, or those with mental illness, or turning to death, because they can't get treatment from you know, systems that we have in place and are supposed to be there, you know, that, that, that raised a real serious moral uh, and ethical uh, issue confronting Canadians and not at all comfortable with it. So when you look at the numbers that are now out, and they are out, so Angus Reid did some polling on this, 82% of us, in fact, want health care and not the option of death through MAID. Let me bring in Joe Rowe, research associate over at Angus Reid. You dig into the numbers, and it, it seems a pretty clear answer here. Yeah, good morning, Alex. Uh, this is uh, the second kind of poll we've done looking at made and kind of this expansion uh, of the legislation. And what we found, yeah, so far is that uh, people were very supportive, or a majority of Canadians support the legislation as it was kind of set out in 2016. Mm-hmm. So for people who had a terminal condition, that uh, death was reasonably foreseeable. And then in 2021, one of the first updates to it was that uh, they removed that kind of second condition, that death did not need to be reasonably foreseeable and that you could still apply for made under those. And Canadians are very supportive of that as well. Uh, and where it comes to that like next extension that the government is considering, uh, where mental illness is the sole condition, most Canadians are, or half of Canadians are opposed and 28% support it. So, uh, yeah, there does seem to be quite a bit of resistance from Canadians towards kind of this next step with MAID. Yeah, and there have been several steps, um, you know, suggested, whether it's at committee meetings, you know, whatever, as they go through the consultation process, you know, one Quebec um, uh, politicians, well, do we expand it to terminally ill children? I mean, it, it's who knows where the ends are on this. But it is a really, um, I would say, a polarizing issue. It's certainly one that gets people's attention because I think Canadians are reasonable, John, but I, I also don't think that they want to see something like MAID or assisted death used as a an option for health care because it's not. I mean, to me, it's you know, if someone with a mental health illness can't get a treatment and turn to death, that to me speaks to a failure of us as a society. Yeah, and and you kind of you brought up that question initially too. That one of the questions we kind of put forward to Canadians is that uh, okay, like should should the government look kind of at expanding mental health care, improving access to mental health care access first before they kind of go down this road? And most people think that's the case. That should be the case. And as well, there's quite a bit of Canadians too that most Canadians are concerned kind of with the state of the mental health care system as it is. Eighty percent feel that there's 
maybe not enough resources in the system that people have poor access to it as well. There's a lot of concern kind of for the like Canadians mental health in general. Um, so yeah, there is kind of, I think there is kind of the sense that without, with, before improving or moving on with me, that there should be kind of these steps taken to kind of improve the mental health care system first. Does this then become an issue? I mean, it, you never know what an issue will become in, in an election cycle or even in a cycle. Let's let's say, you know, in the next, I guess, this is, this new legislation that the Liberals are going to have to table um, with the changes, I guess, is I think it's March or April of next year. So, uh, yeah. yeah, it's coming at us. Um, does this become like an election issue, kind of? Well, I, I think it is something that I, does kind of put put people on both sides. Like there are people out there who uh, are supportive of this next step, but it is a minority of Canadians. Um, but it, I think. Can I just stop you there? Uh, Did you find out like yeah. what region is that support? Where does it, is it Toronto? Is it Vancouver? Is it big urban settings? Where where did you find support for for the mental illness? Um, you know, using assisted death. Uh, well, the support is um, uh, across the country. It's it, uh, most people, more people are opposed than supported. Uh, there are more people. Uh, Manitoba is a province. There's 35 percent of people there that are supportive of it. Uh, but still, there's more more than half of people in Manitoba are oppose it. Uh, y- younger Canadians are a bit more likely to support it than older ones. Um, but then, as well, there is somewhat of a political angle to it where. Uh, conservative, past conservative voters are much more likely to oppose uh, for people whose sole condition is mental illness, 67%. Uh, that number is only 42% for past liberal voters and 40% for past NDP voters. So there is somewhat of a, like a political angle in the sense that past conservative voters are somewhat the most opposed to kind of this extension of made. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting because, again, I think to your polling and the numbers show, when it first happened, 2016, by and large, most people were comfortable uh, ish um, with allowing someone to make a choice about their your you know their terminal illness, but when it comes to the expansion, um, it can go down some pretty pretty uh, dark roads that I think is very polarizing. And you never know what's going to really hit, but it's it's these wedge issues, whether it's this um, or or parental rights or abortion that seem to really I think you know you get very clear and concise answers. Yeah, and. It- I, I think it, there is somewhat of a tricky, tricky issue for people to address um, because there is kind of this element of, yeah, like people do support certain elements of it, but then uh, perhaps there is like maybe a bridge too far for some people. So if you're crafting this, you know, justice minister and, and whomever else, you're looking at these numbers and you do what? Like, I, I don't know how the, tr- you know, how this government would, would kind of push back and say, yeah, no, we're going to leave it to the t- 2016 terminal illness. Well, I think there are, I think, some guardrails that there are people that we found are, are supportive of. I think people, if if they're going to expand made to include people whose sole condition is mental mental illness, uh, that people feel uh, that they should be offered all kind of treatment alternatives first. So it shouldn't just be, okay, well, somebody's looking to get made and they haven't tried every option available to them. So they're like 80% of Canadians or more believe that every treatment option should kind of be offered first. So there are some guardrails out there, I think, that maybe the government can consider implementing. Uh, but I think it, it, this issue is so difficult, and that's why it's kind of been pushed back as far as it has. So, I mean, initially, this this yeah. this was kind of like a two-year window where the government was going to be like, okay, we're instituting these new rules on May in 2021. And then by 2023, this March, they were supposed to expand it to include individual whose sole condition is mental illness. So it, it is so tricky. That's why they're kind of taking so long to decide. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, I, I, I'm not not too sure what kind of happens next with it. Yeah, well, I'm sure they'd like to run out of the clock because it is a it is a it is an issue that definitely gets attention. Appreciate it, Joe. Uh, John, thanks. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, Alex. That's uh, John Rowe over at uh, Angus Reid. So I think the uh, the numbers tell the story. I'm not surprised by them, but 82 percent of Canadians are against more or less. Uh, they want mentally ill patients to get treatment. They don't want them turning to they don't want them turning to to death. They see that. Uh, you know, as a, a, a hill too far.